Hello, welcome back to the Shintaro Higashi Show with Peter Yu. Today we're going to talk about Korean Sayanagi, or the ban of it. IJF has a new rule banning Korean, or reverse Sayanagi. We should right. probably say reverse Sayanagi, right? Because, <laughs> yeah, it's be not just Korean anymore, yeah. It's known yeah. as Korean Sayanagi. But before they, we move on, we yeah. want to plug our Patreon. That's so right. Please click on the link, follow us, support us, like this video, all that stuff. It pays for things like this. <laughs> new microphone if you guys are just listening i bought a new mic right. little thing that comes down so i look like a legitimate person now not just some person right uh but i look like a legitimate pocket every Podcaster. podcast thing you watch they that's have that right. mic stand that comes down right and yeah. it's floating that's how you know a podcast is legit i still have this uh <clears throat> on the table thing so maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll, your maybe with your setup? support, yeah, maybe with your support, maybe I could get that fancy That's right. mic, mic holder, yeah. Yep. And sorry, guys, last week we didn't have an episode because uh, Peter had to get the corona. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> we, yeah, with uh, the whole family got it. It seems like the, you know, it's like going rampant. So please be stay stay safe out there. Um, I'm better, you know. Good. Then we're gonna look better. Yeah, how I, much I Omicron is floating around in your apartment right now? I have no idea. Probably not too much. <laughs> Hopefully not too much. Yeah, don't come here yet. Yeah, <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> anyway, right. so um, yeah, let's get back to the reverse Sayonagi ban. So reverse Sayonagi ban. Yeah. <clears throat> now, before we talk about the ban, let's just uh, be, for the for for those who don't know what the reverse seonagi is what is it yep. so seonagi yeah. is a throw where you turn and load the person onto your back you could do it with one arm you could do it with two hands reverse seonagi commonly done with one hand right and you feed that collar right. so it's a collar versus collar grip and you turn into the other person's elbow from the outside mm -hmm. which is very dangerous i guess and then you wrench it turn and then you throw toward the backside. so it's a yeah. really cool move uh, it's hard to explain, so if you've never seen it before, why don't you just YouTube reverse Sayanagi? Yeah. And uh, you'll definitely see it, and you'll say, wow, that's a really cool throw. Right. And, and, and uh, you can also search for Korean Sayanagi. Yeah. Uh, it's just a lot of Koreans started doing it and uh, perfected it, like Chemin Ho, the gold yep. medalist, he was a pro at it. An chang yeah. does it a lot, too. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the Korean legends are very, very good yeah. at it. And, mm -hmm. you know, you can develop a really interesting system. You mm. could do Ippon Sayanagi or right. Korean Sayanagi off the same grip with the lapel. So it's right. like you go inside, outside, inside, outside, and you could turn. Mm -hmm. And it, it's a devastating thing. And right. uh, it was a big part of judo, and the online community is very, very upset with this. Right. So yeah. why was it banned? What's the, what's, what's, this, what's the deal with this? So we could only really speculate, right? Because I, right. I didn't call up IJF and say, hey, why did you guys do it? And then them telling me, here are the bullet points, why? But, you know, you could only speculate. And, you know, if you look up Reverse Sayanagi on YouTube, you'll see amazing examples of this throw being done successfully. Mm -hmm. But what I heard, like, like I said, this is speculation, was that it's always IJF's mm -hmm. number one theme to ban negative judo. Judo that is negative. Things that don't go towards actually throwing. They want to make right. it as spectator friendly as possible. Right. So when you do a drop Sanagi and you know you just spam attacks and you just drop to the floor, mm -hmm. the person is like, oh, you know, 
you kind of escape a bad position. You get penalized for doing false attacks. Right. Right. False attacks is dropping. It's like, ah, pretending like you're going for something, not really Yo. attacking. That's negative judo. So with Korean Sayanagi, you could still spam it. Right. right? If, and I guess it's yeah. even easier because you only need a lapel grip. Yes, make it exactly. More yeah. And the thing is, because of the position the arm is put in and the, because you have to sort of defend it, you kind of defend it in a way uh, where it looks like you're actually defending, even though the attack is pretty bad because you kind of change directions last second. Mm -hmm. So if you're sort of a stalling, sort of fake attack sort of a person where you're just kind of like looking to burn time, it's like the perfect move for that. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can't really just give it a penalty for false attack because the person is actually resisting. Yeah, because it, it, it's so it's pretty effective. You know, even it's with effective. Yeah. Small kuzushi. Yeah. Yes. So for every successful throw that you see out there, someone getting bombed with Korean Sayanagi or reverse Sayanagi, there's a lot of spamming of it going on as well. I see. I yeah, see. Yeah. So that that's part one. I think that's my speculative thing. Uh -huh. right? It always goes into the theme of negative <clears throat> judo. They want to promote positive judo. Positive judo is like going towards a takedown, always doing, I guess, the attacking right thing. Attacking judo, yeah. Right, attacking judo. Because right. think about any combat sport or any martial art ever. If the other person doesn't engage, it doesn't make any sense, right? It, it just, right, just right. doesn't happen. Even if you look at fighting, two people are going to fight. One person doesn't want to fight and they run away. <laughs> Now you don't have a fight. It's like, right. what about the double leg takedown? What about like the ground? <laughs> There's none of that because the other person's running away. Running away yeah. If that person's faster than the other person, that person's gone, right? Then it's a track track meet. <laughs> yeah, then it's a track meet. It's something completely different. So you need yeah. the rules to force the players to come together. And of course, this is sort of on a spectrum thing. Right. With judo, you need to have engagement, try to penalize negative judo because the rules and the nuances make it in a way. Right, That's why they mm -hmm. ban the grip fighting thing. If I could just right. constantly just strip the gi, strip the belt, strip the hands, and the person can't get a hold of you, mm -hmm. right, it's, you don't have any judo. Right, right. So it falls in within the theme, and I think that's partially one. That's one factor of it. Kind of speculative. It's not the official... No, position? yeah, that that's my guess. That's mm. one of my major guesses. Right, right. What's you the other spam part? spam it while it looks like the other person's resisting. Right, right. So it does seem like a qualified attack. Right, right. Yeah, the second portion is the control factor of it. Mm -hmm. If you pick someone up with Ogoshi, you have them off the ground, they're fluttering their legs, and then you can just bomb them straight to the ground. A lot of right. the times when you go into Korean Sayanagi, you sort of feel the opponent's resistance and then you spin and adjust quickly in the direction the person's resisting and then you just kind of like tip them over. Right. Sometimes they guess that it's coming and they try to sprawl down and then they drop their knees and take him over that shoulder. Right, right. So once they're going through that movement, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of control on how hard this person can get put down. Like if I was throwing a beginner with a Soto... I could decide to put him on his head. I could decide to put him on his shoulder. I could decide to put his feet down to the ground first. I could even decelerate him and put him down like I was putting down a baby. Mm -hmm. right? And that's not like a testament of how good I am, but it's just a person who knows judo, how much they can control their opponent. Right. When you're doing Korean Sayanagi on a beginner and you go hard, there's no controlling how hard he lands or how the way he lands. Mm -hmm. So... 
that's another factor of it. I think the control issue is another big one that played a part in banning this technique. You know, the, you, we talked about this to the IJF, you know, especially the current president is big on like the, using the data yes, statistics yes, and on that. Yeah. So I, want, and then I think the official position is that it, it apparently caused a lot of injuries at the cadet level. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure. Well, and anecdotally, I used to do reverse serenage, Korean serenage a lot. Yeah. Until you told me not to do it on beginners. And I kind of like, okay, maybe yeah. I should just not, you know, use it yeah. anymore. But so I, it, is, it does, it does make sense to me in that sense. Yep. But I don't so know. I don't arm, know the data. Yeah. The danger to the arm is another factor too, like you just said. Right. Um, there's ways to do it safely, and I teach it in a different way at the dojo. If you're mm -hmm. right versus left, and you have lapel, lapel, inside versus outside, there's ways to do it from the inside. There are ways to do it from the outside. Right, right. Right, we know this. If it's linked, if our arms are linked, and I connect two hands on that lapel, and I turn into that arm, of course, it's going to put a lot of pressure on your opponent's arm. Right, right. Right? That, that's so dangerous. dangerous. You yeah, yeah, yeah. But... If I have one hand on, he has no hands on, and as he's feeding that hand into the lapel, before he makes contact with the hand, if I catch it, right, before it makes contact with the arm, I'm not really going against the arm because the arm gets cleared to the inside. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? So right. it's a little bit safer that way. Right, right. Then you throw your hips across, then you turn, and then in a standing position, you have this sort of two hands on the lapel and the other person's arm is blocked and you block them with the hips and you could dump them. Right. And that's a lot mm. more safer because that reduces the risk of the arm getting caught and then you're slamming your body into the outside of his elbow. Right. So you can teach yeah. it in a relatively safe way, but it's still pretty dangerous. So I don't allow anybody on the brown belt to actually do it. Oh, even the brown belts? My brown belts do it, but you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but now it's like, I mean, I guess you could kind of do it. It's, it is dangerous. I gotta tell you, it is dangerous. But you know what isn't dangerous in judo? Right? That's the other argument people yeah. are making. Yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah. Uh, I don't really like this argument of the slippery slope, but you know what? Yeah. What's the what's the line? I guess. Yeah. I mean, if they're saying like, "Hey, cadets are getting hurt," okay, yeah. ban it for cadets. Yeah, that's I, I read that online too. Like, why yeah. why wouldn't they just yeah. ban it for cadets? Like, kind of like heard, the chokes and arm bars, yeah. right? I heard in France they don't let. I heard. Okay, don't quote mm -hmm. me on this. They don't let under twelve or something do drop seinagi in competition. Right, it's like illegal. Right. Uh -huh. So like have different rule sets for different. For instance, like even in, in collegiate wrestling in high school and college. They don't want people suplexing each other for right, you know, right. insurance purposes. So now they have this, you don't get rewarded for this, things like this. No, In fact, no you get five point, No five point yeah. throws, right? Yeah, yeah, so if you're upright and I go behind you and I suplex you on your back, it's like, yeah, I could get two points for a takedown and, you know, back points counting, but you don't mm. immediately get five points for a danger thing. So right, that's right. why they have different rule sets for different right. categories. I think they should have that for judo too. They should just make it across the board. Under third, they already have this. This is the thing. People right. are like, oh, this is crazy. Have different rule sets for different age groups. It's like, wait a minute. They already have this. Under 13, you can't choke. Under 16, yeah. you can't do armbar. They already have this. Right, Let's right. just add to it. Under 13, you can't do drop Sanagi. You can't mm -hmm. do Korean Sanagi. Mm -hmm. Do you think... 
So and ban Tanya Toshi forever. No. <laughs> yeah. That's right. No, so kidding, do you? So you're not a big fan of it? Of this what, band? The yeah, the new band. You know, man, I got to tell you, I'm. I don't want to say agnostic, right. or mixed feelings, or central, but I get exactly where the IJF is coming from. And I think so far they really do have the best interest of judo at heart in terms of like right. as a global competitive spectator mm-hmm. sport, which is what it's trying to be. And, you know, in turn, like the more dynamic and more spectator friendly it is, the more it's going to help grow the sport. And they are doing a good job growing right. the sport. Not in the U.S., right? Because U.S. is a completely isolated thing. <laughs> We're talking globally. Judo is, you know, doing popular. amazing, yeah. amazing things. And I like it that every single one of their rule changes is based on data, supposedly, mm-hmm. supposedly, right? right based right. on data and has a theme to promote positive judo. And they're worried and thinking about the health of young people coming into the sport. I love that because you see a lot of sports, they don't give a shit about the concussion or this or mm-hmm. that, whatever it is, right? IJF is really thinking like, yo, we don't want kids doing Korean Sanagi, breaking their arms, or falling off the wrong side uh, Mm -hmm. inadvertently with no control, landing on their head, getting concussions. We don't want that. So I completely see where they're coming from. And I support that. But I also have mixed feelings about it because Korean Sanagi is such a beautiful technique. It's an amazing part of judo. And if you use it in conjunction with a lot of your other techniques in a systemized way, it's such a nice thing to be able to do, right? Yeah. And it's really yeah. sad that, you know, 10 years from now, no one's going to know how to do this technique. Yeah. Yeah. So I mix about it. You know, uh, somebody just emailed me today. Uh, hey, you have so much judo clout in the community. Can you lead this petition? Start a petition. <laughs> well, they already, I think they did. And they want me to put I, I just see the link, it. like a change.org petition. Or something, right? Yeah. Did you send that to me? No, no. I just saw it on Reddit. Yeah. yeah that person reached out to me. Yeah. It's just... I think yeah. I think you have a balanced view. I, I, at least, you, like you said, the IJF is pretty consistent. It doesn't seem like all these rule changes are arbitrary. Um, yeah. And do you think this will will promote positive judo? Not for the Koreans. <laughs> they'll, they'll probably come up with something else, you know. Yeah, they'll the, come up with something again. else. Hope so. Yeah. Right, that's what makes it interesting. Right, Do I think right. this promotes positive judo? Uh, it's tough to say, you know. Um, because there's ideas, right, that I really like, you know. Mm. And it's kind of like in chess. You're not just doing tactics. But ideas like of having sort of the layout where you want your pieces where and then this piece should do this and have this like idea of what the board should look like before you kind of go in right and, right and i'm not a check expert or anything and or anything like that i'm actually terrible at it but <laughs> it's a nice little analogy i love the idea back in the day where you have uh. no-handed judo where you're shooting from the outside shooting uh. in on the legs one-handed judo where you're doing ipon sanagi korean sanagi uh. leg picks and then Two-handed judo, where you're doing the classical judo. Mm -hmm. And being able to alternate in between these three positions. Mm -hmm. Attacking a leg with one hand, you're doing one-handed judo, one-handed judo, as a means to threaten them, and then put the second hand on in a dominant position. 
Right, right, right. Or losing two verse two. Oh shoot, I'm losing two verse two. I'm gonna try to cut the hand off, revert back to the one hand judo. Don't like it. We disengage. Now there's no handed judo. I pretend like I'm going to one handed judo by about to post on the hand, but I change levels and shoot it on the legs. So the interplay right. between no hand, one hand, and two handed judo was very, very interesting to me back in the day. I love that. Mm-hmm. So when they took out leg grabs, obviously there's no no handed judo, judo because right. you can't just shoot it on the legs. Right. And I'm not just going to dive onto the person's upper body. Right. Like, that's just dumb. So. We lost a big chunk of it. And Mm. this one-handed judo stuff, Korean Sayanagi is a major part of that. Because when you think about one-handed judo, you can't just have one hand on the lapel and just grab a leg anymore. So what are the alternatives for one-handed judo? I'm just talking about lapel grip. Because no one's just going to give you a sleeve grip, usually. Mm -hmm. Very rare. Especially the sleeve grip that you want. Because we have two sleeves. Mm Mm-hmm. So, the one-handed judo sequence is like hand on the collar, pretending like you're going to put the second hand on the advantageous position. Korean Sanagi, Ippon Sanagi. Korean Sanagi, Ippon Sanagi. Fake Ippon Sanagi, Kochigari. Snap the person down, Korean Sanagi. Fake Korean Sanagi, go for Dayashi. Other person trying to put the other hand on, grab it, go sleeve, Sode Tsurikomigoshi. Fighting, fighting, two hands on, pull the head down and go Soto. Mm-hmm. Right? So, now we lose that. Yeah. Now we lose that. Not entirely, though, right? Not entirely. Yeah, but if the threat is only Ippon Senagi, not right. Korean Senagi, uh-huh. right. it limits the, the threat. one-handed, yeah. Yeah. So when you're doing judo against a Korean champion now, that was always a threat. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So if you're looking at classic Japanese judo, which is almost always two-handed judo, mm-hmm. versus... Classic Korean, I don't want to say classic Korean, but a lot of Korean players who fight in this way, now the rules really skew into the advantage for the Japanese player who do the two-handed judo. Right. So these people who do one-handed judo have to reinvent themselves. Yeah, that's going to take a bit. It's tough. But, you know, when I used to fight 220, Mm -hmm. 100 kilograms, I'm the shortest guy. I'm 5'9". So I've fought... Lucas Kripalik, Anai. I fought guys 6'5", 6'4". Right. Those guys are really, really <clears throat> tall compared to me. You know Lucas Kripalik, two-time gold medalist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, I fought him in the tournament. He towered over oh, me. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the strategy was when he goes up top and he outgrips me, I could just drop in and shoot it on a leg. Of course, mm-hmm. I didn't beat him. He, you know, destroyed me. But that's the strategy. Right. When they say, okay, now you can't grab the legs, when he outgrips me. What, sumigaish? What, what do you do? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess you could do sumigaish tomorrow I just didn't have those techniques back in the day at all. Right. So it took a huge portion of my game out of commission. So I needed mm. to reinvent myself quick. But this is the thing. Some people are affected more than others. And it's right. not fair. But what is fair? You know what yeah. I mean? Things are just not fair. You know, it's like. Just so got to deal with it, I guess. You have to adapt. You know, you could yeah. sit there and complain all you want, but you have to adapt. And in hindsight, as opposed to me just relying on my wrestling for any time I got in a bad position, I could just drop down and shoot it on a leg. Now I had to develop a tomonage, a sumigeishi, a more robust way to bail out of bad situations. And ultimately, in the long run, it changed my judo for the better. 
I I agree with that too. Because when the because I wrestled before I started judo,、mm-hmm. I would rely heavily on wrestling techniques to bail me out. But、yeah. then when the leg grab was taken away, I I was forced to actually. Learn judo as it is, like at the yeah. more yeah. the variety of throws.、So、I did like that, yeah. And I guess it,、uh, this Korean,、uh, the ban on the Korean、uh, reverse sayonage maybe may have that kind of impact. Maybe not as much as a leg grab ban, but yeah, we'll see. It's yeah, no, it's a very、uh, polarizing idea, right? Right, and a lot of the people who are complaining online don't have a Korean Sanagi game in the first place. <laughs> They don't.、You、How、think? many people、yeah. do you know have a Korean? I know one guy at my dojo who kind of does it. Hien. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I feel bad for him because he built a pretty good system on it. Yeah, because he loves that one-handed judo, right?、With、But I'll、top. tell you this, man. Every time I'm doing judo against them, I'm afraid that I'm gonna blow out the inside of my elbow here when he turns into it. I'm a, a little bit always afraid. I'm like always conscious. If I punch、mm-hmm. that hand in, I'm like thinking to myself, like, all right, I gotta be ready to like let go and then、mm-hmm. tuck my arm back. Like I have to be ready for that. Right, right. So it's always on my mind. Now I don't have to have that fear. He might still do Which it. Which means, what else is he gonna <laughs> hit me with? Regular Iponse Nagi Kochi. That's his other game. And right. He has a Katagruma game. So it's like in Katagruma game, he usually has to set it up with a certain grips. Right, so I can see the, that coming. A lot of people can see that coming. So now all I got to watch out for is Ipon Sanagi Kochi. Ipon Sanagi Kochi. Right, two hand versus two hands. Like I outweigh him by a lot, so it's like you know, yeah, I have to. I could rely on my weight and size and things like this、mm-hmm. for this. So that really makes it easier for me to work out with him. Right, although right. until he come, he he has to come up with a new system for himself too. Yes. Yeah, but it's I feel safer. Yeah, yeah. I see. It's pros and、yeah. cons. So, on that note, how would you approach this at your dojo? Like, would you still teach it? Would you would you just outright ban it at your dojo too? What do you? Think? I don't think I will ban it. Right. I think between two black belts, between two consenting adults. <laughs> Things can potentially happen. Yeah. For instance, I let two people shoot it on the legs if they agree to it. Right. Right. And that's a little bit more and more people take an interest in leg grabs.、Mm-hmm. So I would frequently hear in the dojo now in the run, when randori portion of class starts, <coughs> "Hey man, you want to go? You want to grab legs? Yes.、Yeah. Yes. Now they're like shooting in on the legs. You know. Right. And then I'll usually. Preface that with like a little bit of a side note, like, "Hey, asterisk,、mm-hmm. hey, you outweigh him by thirty pounds. Don't sprawl on him.、Mm-hmm. Okay, try to avoid just you know, sprawling, squashing him. Yeah. Hey, you want to grab legs? Like, no, no, no. You outweigh him by sixty pounds. Like, you're not shooting underneath him. And then let's not do that. You go、mm-hmm. with someone a little bit closer and wait. Who wants to do it? That's right. Right. Asterisk. Good. So something like two that. Two black、yeah. belts say, "Hey, can we do Korean Sanagi?" You know, I, I'm going to be okay with it. Korean Sanagi, okay. Tanya Toshi, okay. I'm going to be okay with it. But it does come with a little bit of a what's the word? Not caveat, but like I don't want 
two black belts agreeing to do... I mean, they don't have to agree to do Tanya Toshi. They right. can't. Just use the black belts. But if they agree to that, they agree to this, somebody's beginner's Sees watching it, it yeah. and they just try... They think that's okay. That's a, mm-hmm. So I kind of have to be clear with the messaging every class. That this, well, these are I will, not allowed. I will allow it. Yeah, you versus Hien, go crazy. Do what you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so... Yeah. Pros and cons. I mean, it's a it's a measure of pros. I mean, we're not a total. We're not totally in favor of it, but also we see the benefits and the, what the IJF is trying to do. And yeah, I mean, I don't think what I heard, what I read is that it wasn't a, like a unilateral decision. Like whenever these changes are made, all the national governing bodies and the Kodokan are involved yeah. also. So mm. a lot of eyes were on it. So, yeah. you guys sure like we'll... conspiracies? <laughs> What's a conspiracy theory here? I don't know, man. Maybe IJF banned it, and now Korean team has to advocate for it, and you know the Koreans make a sizable donation to the oh. <laughs> charity of IJF's choosing, run by a nonprofit that <laughs> one of the governing directors runs. His wife runs, right? Collects a salary. Interesting, interesting, talk. right? Yeah, I don't know. A, I don't know if uh, happening. Korea's been haven't been that good lately. Um, they haven't won. Now they're they now they're really gonna struggle with this. Yeah, so maybe it's a it's a shakedown. <laughs> it's really sad, you know, because like when I do watch the Koreans, I I like get excited about their style because it's mm. so different and unique. There's no other country in the world that has that yeah. kind of uh, distinction in their style across the board. And it yeah. all started with a couple of champions. I think it's Choi. Choi Choi was master at this throw. Yeah. You, so, you can find a lot of videos of him teaching this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it started with him and now everybody he's taught yeah. developed this kind of a system. And when all the champions do something, all the people who are following also learn that technique. Because what yeah. are they going to teach? The stuff that they're good at. So you're going to see sort of this breakdown a little bit and, you know, we'll see how they adjust. But, you know, it really is sad. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's like a forest fire, you know, in so many ways. Like, you know, the thing, the forest burns down and with it comes new new life. and Yeah. New things sprout. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Carbon and, you know, all that nitrogen, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. So yeah. yeah, man, it's I'm very mixed about it still, and I, you know, people are outraged online, and I'm like sitting over here pretty quiet about it. Uh, but it's because I haven't really formulated my own opinion about this yet. I'm, I can go out there and listen to what everyone is saying, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, and I try not to let those opinions affect me. Other people's to, opinions. Yeah, because if you're online, it's easy to sort of fall into like everyone's upset about it oh mm. korean zanag is a beautiful throw and you know falling into that but i'm really trying to see both sides of the picture and i'm really trying to yeah. think five years from now will this decision even matter you know right and we're still kind of arguing about leg grabs and grip fighting and a lot of judo people still complain about that right what are the martial implications of this you know, fortunately for Versailles unless two parties are wearing a jacket. Not much. Uh, yeah, yeah it's not a too, martial move. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it is. You you can, yeah. but I wouldn't go for that. I mean, you. yeah. It's my next video. T-shirt <laughs> Korean Sanagi. Oh, gosh. 
What you gotta do is grab the collar up top here, like right by the shirt. Yeah. Grab the bottom of their shirt, scrunch it up, and then make a handle. And then you Korean say you wait for the other person to bring their right. arm through. It's like yo, go right here. Grab that. Grab my shirt too. Yeah. And once they do, you you roll it. Yeah. yeah, it's my next video. You you did you did teach that the the scrunched up T-shirt grip. Yeah, before. like yeah. during the pandemic, I did like uh, all right. I gotta make some videos to do something. So I was like, guys, check it out. T-shirt judo with me and baby mama. Uh, yeah, I think that it was wasn't very popular. Wow. It's like I just saw <laughs> the viewers. It's like, you know, you get the metrics YouTube. It's like, oh, it's doing great. And then as soon as I did like 10 t-shirt judo videos, like everyone just stopped watching. <laughs> they got so sick of it. <laughs> they were like, enough with this nonsense. Maybe you can ride it, ride this uh, outrage on the Korean Serenaga band. And then, you know, I put up an Instagram video. Well, I didn't. Uh, my guy did. He yeah. put up an Instagram video and it got like 30,000 views. The, about Korean Serenaga? It was like bye bye Sanagi or something. Oh right, very yeah. on topic. <laughs> very on yeah. topic. Yeah. We should talk a little bit more about the, all the other rule changes, but you know when it's I woke up, biggest. yeah, I saw like IJF new rules, and I said to myself, "Oh boy, boy!" <laughs> and Neil Adams comes on like, "Hello, Judoka all over the globe," and I'm like, "Yes, let's see we what's love, up." And then we love yeah, Neil. Yeah. We love Neil. And uh, Korean Sanagi, I was like, "What?" Uh, I know that was out of, out of. I thought it was kind of out of nowhere, but well, it's another, good. Yeah, you know, it's good. It gives uh, everybody in the judo community something to talk about, right? <laughs> but I really, I think you know, don't be an echo chamber, you know, and just take in what people are saying online, but you know, really think about the implications of right. This on someone that has a Korean Sanagi strategy, how it affects them, mm. and how to circumvent that. And I'm sure people out there aren't thinking about, okay, what can we replace Korean Sanagi with something similar? Yeah, I mean, that can fill that gap. People still do Kataguruma without the legs. Yeah, without Maybe the hands. They, yeah, now, yeah. now it's like you could catch the hands as long as you don't physically grab it. I think it's fine. Right. Now. right? That's sort of a yeah. new addition to the rules. So yeah. come up with your own opinion. Think about it. That's what I'm trying to do. That's all. That's what I try to do with everything. It's like you know, just take the boost of this and that and this and that. And yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, yeah, you got to come up with your own opinion. I see both sides of the thing, and uh, you know, I still haven't formulated exactly how I feel about it. It's very complex. Yeah, complicated. We'll see it the first tour, I guess. What, how people adjust. I mean, I don't think it was. I think you might be right that it might not affect, it might not have a as big of an impact as the leg grab ban was. Yeah, I do not, understand or, where people are coming from. Where it's like, wow, where is judo going? Like they're banning everything, and it becomes right. sort of this meme slash joke. Like, you know, before you know it, right? It's like uh, it's big government, small government, right? Right. How much control? Coaches can't coach only during mate. You can't do, you can't mm -hmm. break grips. You can't do, do this. You can't touch legs. You can't now do Korean Sanagi. And people feel like this big government is controlling every aspect of it. You have to do this. You have to get your vaccine or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I, I get where people are going in terms of this. You know, even from the framework of big government, small government, it feels 
like big governments telling us like, hey, you can't do this anymore. You can't do that anymore. Right. Right. And it's the government, you know, government by IJF in this example saying this is what's good for you. This is what's best for judo. And it's like, how much do you trust the governing body to do what is actually best for judo over the long term? Mm -hmm. How much trust do you have in this? And for most people who don't watch IJF sanctioned events as a fan, who haven't been on the IJF circuits or know the people who are involved in the organization, it's very hard to trust yeah. Very hard. Because like, they, what has the IJF know. done for you? Right. It's like, what has Governor Cuomo done for me? Yeah. Right? It's like very similar in concept. <laughs> getting a little bit political now. Right. What? How, how about this de Blasio? No, don't even, don't even go there. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. So. Maybe, maybe it, uh, of- in that way, maybe in America, the I think the reaction to these bands is more like stronger, is stronger. It's very strong, yeah. Because strong. even the, I mean, there's not much of a, pre, uh, the, the national governing body doesn't have as much presence as they yeah. do in other countries, in the states, you yeah. know, and, and cor, the corollary is that the IJF mm-hmm. doesn't have much impact on the day-to-day life of the uh, local judo dojos in America. But I guess in other countries, it's more like state-run you know, judo is like an Olympic sport sponsored by the state. You know, not a yeah. lot of hobbyists, maybe. Yeah. So if they want to promote this field. sort of two-handed positive judo. Yeah. If you took out Korean Sayanagi, if you took out certain things at the cadet level. Mm-hmm. And it was across the board, not state level, but federal level. <clears throat> see what I did there? <laughs> across okay. the globe. Yeah. Now, those kids aren't going to develop those skills. Therefore, right. when they get to the next age bracket up, they're going to have developed certain types of judo that's good for the end game, which is what they want to do. So you're shaping it from the ground up little by little. Right, right. And I think that's a better idea. And that's a much more manageable solution. If they said, okay, no Korean Sanagi under 13, no drop Sanagi under 13, they made like a rule across the globe. When you get to 15, you could do this, you could do that. And by the time when you're 20 and above, when you get to the senior IJF level in the black belt division, you can do Korean Sayanagi, you can do this, you can do that. By the time the people get there, other skills would have been much better, well-developed. You're going to see a lot less of this stuff. Right. You see what I mean? So I think that would have been a much more acceptable, not acceptable, but like a solution that you know can be more accepted. Mm-hmm. What is the word? I say easier pill to swallow. Yeah. So that that's just my opinion. Like maybe they should have started it, banning it in the cadets, Korean Sanagi. What I it's you know you watch baseball. You like no. baseball, so I mean I, I like it. I don't. They, no. I don't know if there's an outright ban, but apparently when uh, they teach baseball to young kids, the pitchers, yeah. they don't mm-hmm. let them throw curveballs. Uh, cause they'll wreck your elbows or shoulders or something like it really. Yeah. So until like high school, like even the, I think until a bunch of high school, they don't let kids throw. I don't think there's an outright ban, but they just don't teach kids how to throw curveballs. But then mm. because it's so effective at the college level, but it is allowed when everyone's grown into their body, they 
start throwing curveballs and changeups and whatever. Yeah. So I'm not saying Korean Sayonage has uh, as uh, as big of a presence as uh, cur- the curveball in the baseball, but I maybe they thought you know if you don't if you don't ban it outright, if you do this tier ban, it's yeah. just people will still do it and then we'll see the negative impact of it. Yeah. Maybe that that was the rationale. Maybe we will oh, never know. No. <laughs> I I kind of wish they would they would have they had released the statistics on the injury rate or something. Yeah. If they must have it somewhere. I mean, they made that yeah. rule with making a judo a 4-minute match instead of a 5-minute match. Right. Well, it started with the women's right. and then they trickled down to men's and yeah. Yeah, I just pulled up Korean Sayonage on Reddit. Oh uh-huh. no, this is posted five years ago. <coughs> I don't want that. I think they, they call it reverse Sayonage now. Reverse Sayonage now banned. Okay, let's see what this Reddit post has to say. Hey guys, judo highlights from YouTube here. I was wondering what Oh, you I think, think. I, I read that one. Yeah. You know, I probably should have read this before uh doing this thing. I would have been a little bit more informed of what other people are really <laughs> thinking, but you know, I like to kind of wing these things. And you know, because I, I want a unbiased view. Yeah. Stuff. So now he's now Chintaro is getting other people's real opinions. Injury statistic. I don't see that <laughs> technique is dangerous. Okay. You don't think it's dangerous? <laughs> oh man, aggression. One this. thing is, uh, apparently Neil the messenger is getting like negative comments, like yep. personal f- attacks. So don't do that. Let's not don't do that. Do that. Neil's, Neil's oh, here's just, a post. Uh, Why not just ban that in junior competitions? This guy's right. thinking like me. Yeah. And allow it in international competitions. I like that. Injury data. All right. I like how this guy's saying, oh, maybe I'm just parroting what I've seen around on forums about the injury data. Okay, so at least he's aware of these biases that could potentially yeah. affect the way you think. Right? I like that. This guy's a thinking man. Poor girl. <laughs> yeah. Poor girl. Judo yeah. Chop Sui Pak has Chuck Jefferson out there doing his thing. I love how active he is on... I know, Reddit. he is very active, yeah. He has a, a podcast too. The Judo OG, podcast. I think. One of the OGs, yeah. OGs, yeah. I used to watch him compete. Because he's a little oh, bit yeah. older than me. Yeah. Nice guy too. They ban this, the next throw, the next throw. What happens in the future when we ban everything? See, I don't yeah. like that slippery slope argument because, you know. There we go. Change.org. Unban the reverse Sanagi Judo. Wow. You want to know? I just clicked on it and the picture of it is me doing the throw. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's so funny. I didn't click on the link. That's so funny. It's three have signed out of. Yeah, that's you're not a frustrated judoka. Yeah, he's frustrated because it's probably part of his game. Mm-hmm. I, I, like I said, I don't think it was a part of a lot of people's game. I don't think so. Yeah, not as much as like a lot of stuff. Yeah. Neil's not responsible for any rule changes, inclusions, exclusions. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, um, just so leave Jeff Neil out. Neil's such a... Yeah, he's a good dude. He's he done so much for judo. Yeah. Yeah. 
I once had a chance to chat with him at an airport after a judo tournament. He's a nice guy. Didn't you say he remembers every single English-speaking judoka, or like he, he remembered all your matches or something? You know, he said something that like blew my mind. It's like he yeah. was like, "Blah blah blah." Hey, how are you? I'm like just have ex- exchanging pleasantries, and he was like, "Remember, I really enjoyed that one time you went for that flying armbar," and I was like, "With an eye, wow. right?" Yeah, I, I went for an eye, <laughs> and then I also went for it against guy Jose Bussard, who's an Olympian from the DR. And then I went for it, and then he, he remembered it. And I was like, and then he said something like, you don't see a lot of 100 kilo guys going for that one. <laughs> and then it made me feel so good. I know. I got on the plane feeling like really good about myself. And I was like, man, what a great guy. I know. He's, uh, atten- his attention to detail, like yes. love for the sport is unparalleled. Yeah, man. He's dedicated his whole life to it. You know, when you yeah. know people like that, I hope he's uh, sticks around. doing well yeah. out there. Yeah. Choi Ming Ho, An Chang Grim. Oh, I mentioned them. Yeah, it, there it was their thing. You're on uh, Reddit all. What is your Reddit handle? Should I release that? No, I'm on here all the time. <laughs> I, I, I lurk. I lurk. Yeah, you lurker. Yeah. Man, Chuck is all over this forum. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I I think we covered it all. Your opinion, my so. opinion, yeah, yeah. Measure, measure, Opinions response, of- yeah. So uh, let us know how you guys think about the band. You know, you can if you support us on Patreon, you can come on our Discord server and then talk to us directly about this band. We'd love to talk to you about this and other stuff. Um, anything else we miss, Shintaro? Nope, that's it. Thank you guys cool. for listening as usual. I'm sorry we missed a week. Very sad. It's Peter's fault for getting Corona. <laughs> stay safe out there, everyone. Yeah, stay safe yeah. out there. And yeah. Yep. Hope to chat with you guys soon. Thank you. Cool. All right. Uh, thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.